0: We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But is it a time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game with the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work, having a blast in traffic, having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are, all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice-cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary, open to U.S. residents 18 or older, subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com. Ends June 15, 2024. Void where prohibited. The next 40 minutes is us breaking down every single detail of the Lala Kent, Randall Emmett, and 50 Cent Feud. Everybody take a deep breath. We're going to get through it together. I also just want to say this was recorded at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday, April 29th. So anything that happened after this will not be included. But we have kept you up to date for everything up until now. So I hope you enjoy. Hi, guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Julie. And we're the Girls Behind Common Spice Loves. And welcome to our second ever emergency podcast topic. As you know, we did a three part series for Jordan Gate. And this next story is definitely worthy of an entire episode because holy shit. So, what we're talking about here is the 50 Cent Lala Kent Randall Emmett feud that has simply broken Instagram. For anybody that is feeling overwhelmed or confused by the logistics of this story, first of all, you're not alone. It's very bizarre, and we really empathize with you. So we are going to try to break this down as cohesively and thoroughly as possible so that you can leave this understanding what is going on. Because I think a lot of you are fascinated but aren't really sure. We've treated this like we were members of the motherfucking CIA. <laughs>
1: I, I, it's been a really long time since I've seen you this excited about something. Yeah, no. It definitely, it's been a long time since I've
0: seen you this invested in something. Yeah, no. I, I am invested, and we're we're ready to get into it. I'm gonna give you. We're gonna give you all of the facts. Catch you up. There's a lot here, and uh, then we'll talk about it. So, you ready for this, Julie? I'm. I'm as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> okay. So let's start with the key players here. First is Lala Ken. Lala is 28 years old. You definitely know her from Vanderpump Rules. Uh, She's from Utah. She is a hostess at Sir Restaurant, obviously. Recent updates in her life. She's been sober since October 22nd, which has been a big storyline for the show. And this kind of comes into play with the story a little bit. Also, her father passed away in April 2018. I'm mentioning that, one, because it was such a traumatic event in her life, but also because of her emotional state at the time, it caused some issues with her relationship with Randall, who is the person, the next person that we're going to get into. The next person is Randall Emmett, Lala's fiancé. He is 47 years old. He's a film producer, and he's the founder and partner of Emmett Furla Oasis Films. So you may know him the most, um, aside, obviously, from the 50 Cent Associated Films, which we will get into— uh, for Two Guns, Lone Survivor, and Silence. So, fun fact about Randall: he actually got his start as being Mark Wahlberg's assistant in 1995. That's a crazy fact.
1: It's a it's a, bar- you know something we should do is look into more people who were like got their start as someone else's
0: assistant. No, it's a, it's very interesting. I think also, we'd be surprised by it. it also, what, like, what does Mark Wahlberg have to say about him? You know, good question. Let's bring Mark into this. <laughs> Mark, if you're listening, so Randall and Nala are engaged, and they got engaged um, in Kabul on September 1st of last year. Background on Randall's previous relationship. He was married to Amber Childers in 2009. She's an actress. You know her from Two Guns, Ray Donovan, and you. And they have two daughters who are nine years old and six years old. So Randall filed for legal separation from her in April 2015, and they divorced in December 2017. I'm going to get into how that plays into Lala and everything in one minute. I'm just giving you the key players first. The third person involved in this is obviously Fifty Cent, Curtis Jackson. You guys know him—rapper, entrepreneur, and most currently known for being a meme connoisseur. Because if you've seen his Instagram feed, he's gone off the fucking rails.
1: That's what I would want my legacy to be. Like, despite anything else, I want to be known as a meme connoisseur. I yeah, know this guy. Put this, that on my fucking grave, I know. Julie Kramer,
0: <laughs> meme connoisseur. <laughs> okay, backstory to Randall and Alala's relationship, really quick. So. I'm going to treat this like you guys have not been watching Vanderpump Rules. So for those of you who've been watching, you know, but for a lot of you that haven't, you may be a little unclear. Basically, like I said, they got engaged in September 1st, 2018. But it's important to note how their relationship was introduced. So Lala, you know, was on the show, and she started kind of randomly having these very lavish gifts. So she, like, one day shows up in a Range Rover. She's a Birkin. She has all these nice things. And she's openly talking about the fact that the guy that she's dating – it wasn't a sugar daddy, but it was definitely a sugar daddy vibe, and I'm not making that accusation. That was very much vocal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. you. Um, So they had started dating, but because his divorce wasn't finalized, she wasn't publicly coming out and saying his name. So she would kind of joke about this older man that she was seeing, and she would be open about the fact that, you know, that she has, she has to keep the identity a secret because she doesn't want to ruffle any feathers and out of respect for his divorce being finalized. So... Finally, when the divorce is finalized and they're able to come out, they come out as a couple, and you know we find out that this is who she's dating. And like I said, he was not shy about showering her in very lavish gifts, and she was not at all shy about talking about it. So that's kind of how this all started, and I'm going to explain it. So <laughs> now just everybody's clear as to where we are right now. We have the background of their relationship, and now you're like, well, how the fuck does 50 Cent play into any of this? That was my next question, yes. Yeah, I'm about to tell you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Here it comes, <laughs> Fifty cent and Randall know each other and have been friendly and close for a while. If you've been following uh, Randall at all, he posts fifty re- relatively frequently because Randall is the producer for two of fifty shows, Power and BMF, ok? So they it's been a known thing that they know each other. We've seen pictures of them on red carpets together. We've seen, you know, them interacting. it's it, It's a very much a known thing if you know anything about Randall. So now let's get into really how, when the shit hit the fan. So on Friday, 50 Cent posted to his Instagram a clip from Vanderpump Rules. And the clip that he posted was one where Lala is sitting with her fellow castmate Stassi in the hair salon, and she's talking about her relationship with Randall. And she starts by saying, you know, yeah, we met because his assistant came up to me and asked if I was an actress, and I told him to go to my Instagram. I'm basically reading verbatim what she said. The next day, I got a phone call. I had an audition. I had auditioned for the part. We went out that night. I let him hit it the first night, and we were inseparable. He would just send me, like, really expensive gifts. The first day we banged, I got a car the next day. He was like, do you want a Range Rover? I was like, yeah like that was word for word okay
1: they're gonna tell their grandchildren that someday I know, I know. it's beautiful it really is it warms your
0: heart oh god so then she goes on to them talk about the role plays that they sometimes do and she talks about how sometimes she dresses up in these wigs and she's named Tiffany and she'll meet him at a bar and she's a struggling actress kind of doing anything to get the part she's like I'll give blowjobs I'll do this I'll do whatever kind of just to get the part and her cat Stassi her castmate is listening there like holy shit this is wild Okay, 50 posts this on his Instagram, okay, with the caption. I'm reading this word for word. 10 seconds left in the fourth quarter, are winning. Do you want a Range Rover? Yes, bitch, yes. Then just run out and suck a dick. LOL, shaking my head. For everybody that was curious as to why he kept hashtagging these two things, those are his, um, it's like a cognac brand and another liquor brand that are both his. That, those are why the hashtags are there. It has nothing to do with the story. He does that for every post. Okay, that was the first thing. People then start commenting saying like, wait a second, doesn't Randall produce Power, your show? And he's like, his response is always like, yeah, but he's a sucker, he's a sucker. So we're like, where is this coming from? Yeah, like, is 50 Cent just like a really big Vanderpump Rules fan? Like, Like, that was the question. We had no idea. Okay, the next comment is, Lala comments and writes, Wow, 50, I'm disgusted. We've sat up a dinner solo with you, you showing mad love while begging Rand to put one of your new talentless bitches in a film, and this is how you come for me, on the gram. Okay, she then goes on to comment and says... And I quote, "'She swears she's a thug from Southside Jamaica, Queens, "'and she's up in here watching Bravo. "'Someone has forgotten where they come from. "'Coming for me on the gram, "'I smell fish coming from 50s direction. "'Vanderpump Rules airs Mondays at 9 a. Central, "'only by Bravo TV. "'I got the strap.'" Okay, just so anybody is um, clear as to where a lot of the controversy for that comment came from, it came from the fact that, as you know, there have been rumors for years now that 50 Cent likes to cross-dress. Obviously, I have no, if there's zero validity to that, I have no idea. By her referring to him as she, she got a lot of backlash for kind of like apparently making fun of his cross-dressing ways. Which is, the whole thing is fucking crazy. But that's just where like that comes from. That Um, could have been like an episode on its own. I know. Like that rumor in and of itself. I know. Is so crazy. Okay, so then, hold on. Everybody just stay with me. The next comment, <laughs> 50 Cent Comments, he does this all the time on his own post, and he comments on his post and says, Me Too role play. Are you an actress? Come to my hotel and act like you really want the role. Then suck a dick. No good, Randall. No good. Basically saying that the role play she outlined is like a, a scene from a, a Me Too case. Right. Okay. So that that happens. Then. <laughs> You're doing amazing, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Lala goes off on an Instagram story that was deleted. And basically says that she's so disgusted, you know, she she was shocked by this because one, Randall has been nothing but good to 50. And this is what she says then. She says, he took a clip about me talking about what I do with my fiance behind closed doors and used it to diminish the validity of the Me Too movement. She then went on to say, like, we can't let this happen. We can't let them silence us. She was referring to the fact that he was, as I said before, like making light of it and turning it into a Me Too joke. Okay. I'm talking now about the audience response. People went fucking wild by Lala doing that. Right? People had a real problem. Like, it was wrong on both sides. It was wrong for 50 to bring the Me Too movement into it. There's no place for that in any of this. And it was, I think, also wrong of Lala to like capitalize on that one little aspect of it. Yeah. I thought bringing it into it was kind of honestly just classless. And as we know, like, that movement is so, so important and has so many, you know, people sharing really vulnerable stories. And I felt like that had no place in any of this. But whatever, that's what happened. So I'm just keeping you up to date. Okay, what happened next? Literally, we could have never pre- been prepared for ever.
1: <laughs> you are the most dramatic person I've ever met in my whole life. I'm sorry, could you have, could you have been prepared for? What no, but next?
0: I still, it's so <laughs> funny and so funny because I take this shit seriously. Okay, first of all, in the process of all of this, Randall made his Instagram private. When he, again, made it public, he had gained 30,000 followers, which is like— Yeah, what a power move, Randall. I know, which is funny because if you know anything about Randall, he wants more followers. He's very public about saying that. I also want to make one clarification before I go into the next subject, which is Randall and Lala— do not follow each other on Instagram. And yesterday, my mistake, I posted on our story for literally five minutes until I realized. Yeah, I had nothing to do with it. That. <laughs> that was totally me. Um, a screenshot of Lala not following him. And I was like, holy shit, it escalates. And people were quick to respond and saying, they never follow each other. When I did more research, I realized that was true. And they have publicly said that they never follow each other because it was too toxic to their relationship, I guess, to see each other's antics. Here's what I have to say about that before I know you have a lot. You can look at it from two ways. You can look at it on one hand of like, well, holy fuck, how doomed is your relationship if following each other on Instagram is what's going to set you over the edge? But the second way is like, hey, at least they're honest and they know their flaws and they know that they don't want to be doing that and then really fuck fuck each other over. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. By
1: the way, I stalked both of them on Instagram pretty intensively and their entire Instagram, both of them, is just the other. Like, Lala's entire Instagram is him, his entire Instagram is her. Like, what, you don't want to see
0: yourself? I, I don't know. It's so stupid. I think, it's so stupid. I think it stems from, like, maybe liking—either of them liking pictures or this or that. Whatever it is, um, that's a known thing, that they purposely don't follow each other. So for anybody thinking that that was, like, quote, T, it wasn't. <laughs> I hate when you say T. I was waiting for it. Okay. Why do you think you're, like, a millennial? I don't know. You're, like, 73. <laughs> okay, now— the next thing that happened is 50 starts going fucking rogue. And he starts posting all of these screenshots to his Instagram story. Uh, I mean, sorry, to his Instagram. And they're all screenshots of his conversation with Randall. So they are texts from Randall saying, I'm sorry again. I really am. I'm really sorry. I'm headed to the emergency room. I'm not doing well. Don't text me anymore. Like, I'm so hurt and I'm feeling well. I'm not feeling well. My ex is fucking with me after your post. This is very bad for me on all levels. I'm going to the ER like, to make sure I'm not having a heart attack, whatever. The funny thing about this is that his phone kept autocorrecting 50 to 50.
1: <laughs> yeah, how did that happen? Oh, they're such good friends. He doesn't even know his fucking name. His phone doesn't even recognize his name.
0: That's ridiculous. So he starts posting these screenshots with the captions like, I don't give a shit, Randall. Get my money by Monday. So we're just like, oh, my God, this is where this stems from. He owes 50 money. Like, holy shit. Right, now it's starting to make sense. Now- Although
1: 50 probably should have
0: led with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, at, at an, at, like, the video of Lala was so off-putting, and that's kind of, I mean, like, uh, confusing, and that's kind of what made us all think, like, what the fuck is happening here, right? Yeah, part of me still thinks that, like that 50 happened to have posted this and
1: Randall happened to have also owed him money. Like, part of me still thinks the two aren't, like, 100% correlated I for kind some of,
0: reason. I think, and I, we're going to get into our thoughts after, but I kind of think that Lala's response, like, her initial comment on 50's post was what really escalated this. Oh, yeah. I don't think it would have escalated this badly if she didn't take it so seriously, but who the fuck knows. Okay, the next post he does is another screenshot um, of their conversation where where Randall's saying, she's my fiancé and I asked you to be in my wedding last week. I'm sorry. 50 response. Fuck that! I told you I wasn't fucking with you. What the fuck would you want me in your wedding for? Like I ain't got shit else to do. Get the fuck out of here! You took my kindness for weakness. Now, I'm, now I'm gonna show you what I've been trying. What I've been trying not to do with you, dumb motherfuckers. Okay, that's what we're gonna have to respond when anyone asks us to be in their wedding. Like literally ever. So this, this is now we're just like, oh my god, it's escalating by the minute. I mean, should we get behind the scenes of how much we were freaking out? Or I guess me. Yeah, I was freaking out, but you were
1: really like, I, you are more invested in this than Jordan. I, I'm I, crazy to say I really think you are. But like, I also got really on board at one point, And like, I think that it took me a little bit longer to get on board when you were like on board right off the bat. And then all of a sudden, I was like, kind of slowly creeping. I was like, so do you have more information about it? And you're like, somebody wants to be involved now. <laughs>
0: Okay, then 50 starts posting the memes. So he posts a a meme, which is a selfie of him and Randall on the red carpet. And he makes it into a meme that says, money by Monday, Randall. And the caption is, look at that fool taking selfies. You better get me my money, fool. So we're just like, Classic me only getting invested once
1: memes come into play. I'm like, yeah, it's interesting. And then all of a sudden (laughs) there's like a couple of memes. I'm like, this is the best shit that's ever happened in my life. (laughs) Literally.
0: Okay. Then, remember the Instagram story that I was telling you that Lala posted and then deleted, equating it to, you know, how uh, 50 was diminishing the Me Too movement? I remember. Thank you. He then posted a video of that Instagram story and wrote, hey, how's the Range Rover? There's no difference between Harvey Weinstein and Randall Emmett. This is reality, not reality TV. Bravo, bitch, at Bravo. That's an unfair okay, statement. Okay, holy shit. Now we're just like, this is getting ugly. I mean, you have to understand, especially in the climate that we're living in, whether or not it's a true or false accusation, to even equate someone in this type of um, with this type of situation is like very, very damaging. So now we have publicly that he owes 50 money, number one, and that he is now equating him to being a sexual predator, basically. Correct. Whether or not any of that's true, I don't know. In one of the Instagram captions, he says that Randall had sent him 250k, but that he still owed him his a million dollars by Monday. <laughs> so now, now that we know that money is involved, the internet starts to basically do its thing, and Randall's Wikipedia is changed to like Randall Emmett, producer huh, owes 50 cent a million dollars by April 29th, and then it was. It was Randall Money by Monday. I mean,
1: like it was so good. It was. So- that's the best thing about Wikipedia that you can edit it. No, it, holy it, shit,
0: that's amazing. It was absolutely hilarious, and of course, in very typical Fifty style, he starts going off on this. So he starts posting all these fucking memes. He posts a picture a couple months ago. Randall has Randall posted that he was getting his EKG at the hospital and he was in good health or whatever, and. 50 Cent posts that picture and writes, you're not going to die before Monday at Randall Emmett Just Go go ahead, knock yourself out. Like, he's just going all out. He's now posting Randall's Wikipedia Fifty's 50's a chain. fucking savage. Let me tell you something. This is the last motherfucker that I'd want to get into a fight with. Because whether or not, regardless of whose side you're on, I think we can all agree, the way that he handled this was, I don't think I'm on anyone's side. I'm not on anyone's side either. Not even because I'm playing neutral. I just don't think anyone in this situation is right. No, <laughs> I, I totally agree. But I'm saying that, like— Regardless of if you do have a side, you can still you can still be able to say confidently that, yes, while this is so entertaining to all of us, this was handled in potentially the most, like, classless way possible. Duh. Like, talk about airing dirty laundry. So he, you know, 50's still posting all the ones. Then he starts to kind of market off of this. So he posts on his page a picture of these shirts that he had made, which is the screenshot of his text conversation. And it's uh, the blue text, I'm sorry, Fafty. Fafty. Again, because every single time Randall wrote 50, it autocorrected to Fafty. I'll probably name my kid Fafty. <laughs> and 50 responds like a million. And he's selling them now. Like he's like, limited edition, swipe off, which, by the way, what a marketing genius. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> you know, there are people that are going to have that because they want to own a piece of pop culture history, basically.
1: Okay? No one has
0: capitalized on anything the way that 50 capitalized <laughs> on this. Okay, then Chrissy Teigen tweets and writes I never want 50 Cent to be mad at me. Please love me, Fafty. Fifty then Instagrams it and writes, "I love you, Chrissy Teigen and John. These people just keep trying me. So we're just like." And then F- Chrissy comments on this. We're like, "This this couldn't get better. Like this is peak internet. Like you got everybody that was messaging us freaking out. I want to assure you, we were freaking out as much. I couldn't get enough of this. I genuinely could not get enough of this." I have to say that from the first post, I was like, "I
1: cannot wait." for Christy to say something. Same. She didn't even have to say a lot. It was just like what, two
0: little tweets, and it did it for me. I would have done sick shit for her to call into today. If we, like, actually put in an effort to that, like, we didn't really, like, we didn't contact anyone. If we, one day we're going to do that when there's a thing like this. Yeah. We're going to, like, plan it ahead of time and, and have her call in because, if if we could be so lucky, because that was, Julie literally just looked up at God. <laughs> 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 oh God. Like, subconscious. like when but, I threw
1: my hands up during Sunday service. <laughs> When Jesus walks, came on,
0: <laughs> okay. I think I'm spiritual as fuck. No, okay. <laughs> you are. Um, so, you know, all of this is still happening. 50's posting all these memes. He posts this, like, Monday is coming meme. Basically, we're all counting down for Monday. We're like, what is going to happen? He then posts, okay, a video. And the reason at the beginning of this, when I said that, you know, Lala's sobriety, the reason that I was mentioning it is because it's going to come into play later is because of what I'm about to say. At one part of Vanderpump Rules, They, you know, Lala and Randall had decided to become sober together, and he was really more so doing it, apparently, kind of to help her. She says she's the one that really needed to be sober, and he was being supportive. So she went on this girl's trip, and he was constantly calling her, checking in, making sure that she was sober. And, you know, she was. And then when she got home, he was, like, having the best day, popping bottles, and she was like, wait, what the hell is going on here? I feel sort of betrayed. Again, the reason that I mentioned her father passing is because she said that her reaction to that and and the reason she got so upset that he was drinking, she thinks was amplified because of the emotional state she was in because of the grief of losing her father, okay? So that's how both of these things play in. As a result of that, um, you know, tumultuous times, they briefly broke up. So the video that 50 then posted is a clip from after her and Randall broke up where she's basically saying, listen... He used to play, he used to pay my rent. I can pay that myself. You know, he used to pay my car. I can pay that myself. What am I going to miss? I'm going to miss the traveling because no, I'm not going to be uh, flying private to Mykonos. And her literally exact words were, but you know what? I got a mouth. I can find another dick to suck that can get me on a private plane. Like, I'm not has, at all exaggerating. That's what she said. So he posts this video of that with the caption, like, life after Fafty gets his money, BJs for new PJs. Jesus Christ. It's unbelievable. First of all,
1: to say that on TV is just like, oh, my God. I don't even know what to say to that. Do you? Like, do you think that's the craziest thing anybody's ever just like, you know what? I got a mouth and, like, I could be like, sure, think that in your head all you want. But to admit that,
0: that's some shit. I mean, I guess, one, it's it's reality television, right? And it makes for an amazing show. So I understand that on on some level. I... I, (laughs) I don't know what to say. Like, I could never imagine publicly saying that. But at the same time, that's why we watch her. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. It's just like... It's wild. Okay. All of this is going on 50s continuing to post. It's basically radio silent from Randall and and Lala. After Lala posted that one Instagram story and after she which she then deleted, she posted another story of her in bed saying she was sick and Randall posted a couple pictures of his kids which he got backlash for because people were saying like you're basically putting up this picture so that people can't comment mean yeah. shit, which we see that happen a lot. Um like people getting uh, I don't know how I, I don't yeah, really, don't
1: use your kids as pawns in this. Like yeah.
0: <laughs> which I don't know how I feel about that but whatever. Okay, then. I don't even know if you guys know about this. (laughs) Then. I know I'm treating this like the most dramatic thing that's ever happened because it kind of is. So we then get um, shameless Trump at this Instagram account posted this post. I'm going to read it word for word and then we're going to analyze it. Someone wrote this I still don't really understand who. These are all allegations. They write, five years ago, Adam spoke at an event for sexually exploited women and children when a woman came up and approached him with her story about Randall. He tried to help her go public, but she was terrified. There is a police report, and everything is verified. In fact, there are multiple police reports about Randall from separate women. Repeat there are two verified victims with police reports from the past, and there are probably even more victims out there. Randall was trying to gamble as of last night to get 50's money. First hand reports say he's lost up to 100K. Adam knows Randall from boss level. Some may ask why Adam hasn't come out yet, or why he isn't naming names. Here's the thing it's not his story to tell. And then they're saying, want to make a difference? Like, everybody should post this. I do not know who Adam is. Nor I. I don't know who, who they're referring to. Um, but whoever this is, is, I guess someone in the industry, and that's what came coming out. Again, these are all allegations. I'm not, you know, I'm not adding to them. I'm just telling you that that's what happened. So now, in addition to Randall owing 50 money, the very embarrassing text being shown, he's now, it's being circulated that he, like I said, is basically this sexual predator, Allegedly, yes. Allegedly, right. So, like, I have can, for a second. Can you imagine what's going on in his head? No. No wonder he had to go to the hospital. I mean, here's this guy. And by the way, that part about him playing poker was a hundred percent true because um, there. I forget the guy's name, but there was another poker player that posted about it and said, "Oh, no wonder that's why Randall seems so sad last night." Or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. So he really was playing poker. That's something you can't play poker when you're sad. (laughs) That's probably something I should have mentioned. Is that um, Randall is like an avid poker player. He, you've seen him in the episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians where him and Lala played with Khloe Kardashian. He does it. It's not his like career by any means, but he does make a a decent amount of money from it. And um, he's known. He's very well known in the poker world. Yes. So it could be speculated that he really was using that. You know, playing last night to kind of win the money back. But I. But well, here's the thing. I,
1: I'm sorry to cut you off. No. If you're so rich as she as as he claims to be, or as Lala claims he is, like that they're chartering private jets and then and all of this stuff. Like, uh, why you got to play poker
0: to get your money back? Well, that's kind of the whole thing. It's like one is what's the faci- I'm, again. I don't. Do I know for sure that he was playing poker to get the money back? Could it have just been scheduled? Yeah, but I'm just I'm gonna go with the story because why the fuck not? makes sense. Makes sense. I agree with you. I think that, but this is what we see a lot in Hollywood. It's this false sense of wealth that doesn't really exist. Because, does he own the plane or is he chartering a seat? It's a totally different. And again, I use this example every single time because it's so true. Yes, I recognize that both of those things, whether you're chartering the plane or whether you own it, are far more than your average person could afford. But that being said, it's the I. What do I even mention the Chris Rock joke? Whereas if if Oprah woke up up with Bill Gates' money, it's like, yeah, once you're a billionaire, you're a billionaire. But there's a massive difference between like ten and seventy billion dollars.
1: Yeah, and I would love to explore that difference.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll take out, you know, whatever it
1: is. I would love, like, an experimental day that's like, you want to know difference between 70 billion and 10 billion dollars? Come join
0: me for the day and we'll test it out. <laughs> so the other thing is that, like, you know, they are definitely very public with their wealth. So they're constantly posting in their Rolls Royces, and she's constantly talking about you know her Range Rovers and this and that. And I'm not even saying that negatively. I'm just saying that then when a story like this comes out that you owe money, it's kind of like, well, wait, where? what about all the ostentatious things that you've been doing? It's very similar. For those of you that get this reference, you're really going to appreciate it. It's very similar to like OG New Jersey Housewives when – we see Teresa and Joe buying hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash worth of furniture, and then it comes out that they're like majorly in debt. Yeah. Very similar type of situation where, you know, there's something off here, basically. He better sell that Royce and get uh, Fiddy's money. Today. Well, that's one of the things that Fifty said. He was like, listen, if you can't come up with the money, like, I'll just get that Rolls Royce on a, plane, on a train, on a uh, car in New York, you know? Yeah. Again, I don't know. Okay, so th- that happens. I want to give you an update as of 25 minutes ago, which is that 50 posted on his Instagram a picture of the shirt. And it's a headline that says, 50 Cent makes 300 grand off Fofty shirts. Randall Emmett still owes. Hilarious. Literally hilarious. Like, do you realize that we are living in the the fucking pop culture times of our dreams? Yes. Yeah, seriously,
1: this is the greatest scandal ever. This- Watergate has nothing on this shit. <laughs>
0: Is that the name of this episode title? I think it has I think to be. we already did it. Though. Yeah, we could redo it. <laughs> like, there's there's just nothing like this. I, I can't believe this is happening. Okay, the other thing is that it's not just like us that are interested. It's This is the type of situation. Remember when we were doing Jordan Gate? People in droves came. They're like, I don't even give a shit about the Kardashians. I don't give a shit about pop culture, but this story has fascinated me. This is kind of similar. Even people that really pay no mind to this stuff are fascinated by what's going on here because it's just so out of the blue.
1: And I'll say, I think that's the reason that this episode was even more necessary because at least with Jordan Gate and the Kardashians, like, you have a real backstory. Like, everyone knows that. With, with Lala, it's like a little, like, you have to really, like, know Bravo to really know her. So, like... There's a huge uh, amount of people that are so interested in this story but, like, are missing so much backstory to
0: it. So much backstory. I want to make a couple other, um, you know, notes from that happened on Instagram, which is that, number one, his ex-wife, again, Amber Childers that I told you about, someone commented, she posted a selfie, and someone commented, did you see 50 50 Cent's post today? This was on Friday when it happened. And she responds, yes, 50 Cent said it best. Who's winning? I guess if that's what you call it. Randy got what he wanted. She's like, holy shit, this guy, everybody's against him. Like, <laughs> you have the ex-wife, you have 50 public. cent. It, 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 this, is, this, is a, this is a pop culture dream. Yeah, people don't feud in public like this No, anymore. no, no, no. This is some like, oh, wait, shit. Then, um, on the, the initial video that 50 posted, where he posted the clip of Lala talking about how she got the Range Rover and all that stuff, her fellow castmates posted, James commented, I'm dead, with the laughing emojis. And Stasi commented, this is tre- treason, hashtag guillotine. So they're getting involved.
1: So they're on just to review, they're on Lala's side or they just think the whole situation's
0: funny as well. Well, James is definitely not on Lala's side. Um I I don't know about Stasi. I mean, I think that everybody is kind of like, you know, t- put it put it from your perspective for a second. If you're a cast member on Vanderpump Rules, yeah, I guess you're famous, but you're a reality star. All of a sudden, 50 cent is Posting a clip of you, like Stasi was the one in that clip. Yeah. Like, you're like, how the fuck am I making national news via 50 Cent's Instagram? Yeah, I guess that's a good point.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
0: at, this kind of all happened out of left field.
1: Totally out of left field. Like, literally the most out of left field anything's ever happened. No, no, no. It, it,
0: no like, nothing has ever
1: been more. You know what would have been crazy if, like, nothing escalated and 50 Cent just watch Vanderpump <laughs> World? You know what I mean? Like, if he just posted that clip for fun and thought it was crazy and there was no other story to it. <laughs>
0: So there's that. Um, as of right now, again, it's 11-something on Monday, Eastern Standard Time. We know nothing else. We don't know if Randall has paid him anything other than the $250,000. We don't know what's going on between Lala and Randall.
1: Do you think they're gonna, there's going to be some issues there?
0: Yes. Do you think they're going to break off the engagement? Well, fun fact— uh, a couple of weeks ago, Julie and I were at Watch What Happens Live and Lala and Ariana were the guests and Andy did a poll and the poll was, which relationship do you think is going to last longer? Lala and Randall or Brittany and Jax? And it was kind of a bold thing to do since Lala was there and everybody said Brittany and Jax and Lala kind of like made a joke about it and now it's like, wait yeah. a second.
1: <laughs> it makes sense though. Nothing about this relationship screams to
0: me like lasting love. No, I think, you know, First of all, yes, I totally agree. And second of all, I think that when you're in the public eye like this, and I again am not for a second condoning 50's actions, clearly was not the like classy thing to do for her to comment on that. I I don't know if there was a discussion between her and Randall before she left that comment, but if there wasn't, and again I don't know, that is kind of problematic because. At the base of all of this is a business relationship, and he's making a shitload of money from producing BMF and power. So it, it, for me, the way that I see it is like before she even speaks on any of that, they needed to have a conversation, and they may have. I have no idea. For her to say, what am I going to – basically, what what should I comment here? How should we approach this? It needed to be a we approach, not a each, and you each think, of them. And it, and it wasn't, right? Or I don't believe so because I can't imagine a, a world where Randall would say, yeah, fucking go to bat with him. Go to bed with one of my best clients. Yeah,
1: I don't know, it's, it's the way Randall and Lala seem to me is that, like, aside from that period of the breakup, like, the two of them can do no wrong, you know what I mean? Like, she forgives him for everything, and she's like, oh, he's just, like, quirky and fun and, like, out there, and, like, that's his personality, like, and him, he, like, oh, my God, like, he's so obsessed with her, that like, she couldn't obviously do anything wrong in his book, so it's, like, it would be interesting to just see them, like, stay together and not give a fuck about 50 Cent, but, like... With the other allegations that could come out against Randall, like I think this could this could really blow up. Cause that's serious. That's some that's some like to to make a point about, you know, someone and their fiance and, and what they do and, and their role play is one thing. Like it's really not any, like not that it's not anyone's business because they're say, she's saying it on TV and she's putting it out there, but it's not anybody's business to criticize the way they like what they do in the bedroom. But for Other accusations to come out that kind of corroborate that story in, like, a very real way, that's, like, some shit.
0: First of all, that's some shit. And second of all, what about the other people that are now potentially going to come out saying, yeah, he owes me money, too?
1: Yeah. So think about about how many people does he owe money to? Because there's no way 50 cents the only
0: person he owes money to. No, there's literally no way. Also, what what, is—what did he owe money from? I don't know. I don't know if it was that 50 lent him money or if it's that it's money that he never paid him. I don't— I can't imagine that it would be, again, what what do I know? I I, I feel like it's more of a, a an, uh, loan than it is like not being paid because typically that goes through like the agencies and stuff like that. You know what I mean? The production yeah, company no, goes the agency. It wouldn't have
1: been like, it's not like Randall, I mean, it's not like 50 cents getting his check every month from, from Randall. Randall. I, think, I think it was
0: a personal thing, honestly. Don't you think? I would love to explore more into that. I would love to know their finances, Lala and Randall's. Oh my God. I would love. Anytime that someone is so public like that, we always want to know. And then with some, we do know. Like, yeah, Kylie Jenner puts it in our face, but we also know she's worth a billion dollars.
1: Yeah, and she worked hard for her money. And it's she worked not hard like- for her money. Yeah,
0: no, I know. Yeah, it's. I don't know. So that is the update that we have this is hands down the craziest shit that has ever happened as far as I'm concerned this year I know I say that a lot but I really think this year with the exception of this is tied with Jordan Gate for me in terms of pop culture drama I really you feel know that
1: why way. because Jordan Gate ended up being nothing <laughs> like you know what I mean like it was the craziest time in our lives and like we spent three weeks like enthralled in it like we could not would no one could talk to us about anything else and then it was just like, a kiss on the way out the door. It was like, like, there's no way this is just ending with like, oh, he owes 50 cent, like a couple of dollars. Like no matter what, this is ending in a good
0: way. Yeah. We we fucking waited. Like I've never waited for anything for Jordan to go on red table talk. We had popcorn. We literally had a motherfucking viewing party. And then it turns out like she kissed, he kissed her on the way out and that was it. Like it was the biggest letdown in the history of letdowns. Yeah. This, like you're so right. There's no way that nothing happens with this. There's just no way. Like
1: there's no, like, first of all, like, in order to equate the endings of the two, like what would have to happen is that like Randall and Lala stay together, and Fifty and Randall they'll stay friends, and
0: that would be it. Like it, like imagine if it, there's no way it would end that way. No, there's no way. You also have to understand that uh, Fifty is. Known for this type of behavior. I mean, when him and Floyd Mayweather had their famous fight, he was going off like he is. He has absolutely no filter. And Randall is also known for being kind of kind of similar in the sense. If you have ever watched, like, I've always been fascinated by him just because he's so he has so much energy. Like, and if you ever watch any of the videos of videos of him, he's been described as manic, in the sense that he's very. Um, it's like high highs, low lows. He's really, really in your face, and. I can only imagine. That's why I didn't think that the, him going to the, the hospital via thinking he was having a heart attack was total bullshit. Because I genuinely think, because of how escalated his heart rate is typically, I can imagine this pushing him over the edge and him wanting an EKG just to make sure. I swear to God.
1: Yeah, I I would totally see that. I didn't doubt that for a, for a half a second. I think that it was a little exaggerated, but I think
0: he definitely probably needed that EKG. No, I, I he think should so get too. an he Apple Watch. A, I was about to say. Yeah, That's <laughs> you guys know, we got we got my dad an Apple Watch to check his heart, and it's been doing well. So. Maybe Randall can talk to my dad about it. <laughs> that would be a conversation I'd fucking pay
1: money to see. My dad, yeah, I don't know. I think it works. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. I got the I got the Apple Watch. The girl set it up for me. It just tells me when my heart rate goes up. You should get one. You
0: don't got to go to the doctor. <laughs> That's Julie's Brooklyn impression of my dad's accent. You ever been to Cedar Sinai, No? LA? <laughs> anyway, that is what's going on here. I have really no other information. We just had to lay it out because it was killing me that everybody was so interested but didn't have the facts. So we wanted to lay out the facts. That's what the case is. I will, you know, we're going to do our best to keep you updated and we will see what happens. But this is an unfolding story and thank you for joining us during this uh, really traumatic time. Thank you for leading this this expedition. Anytime. (laughs) See you guys tomorrow. Okay, so if you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, there are two things you probably know about me. The first is that I am a diehard OG Skims fan. Like, There have literally been times where we've had to pause a recording because a certain product dropped that I needed to buy. And second of all, you know, historically, I kind of just never wear a bra. So what we're talking about here is kind of merging those two things. Because listen, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm never going to be a daily bra wearer. It's just not in the cars for me, never has been, never will be. However, there's recently been more events that I've kind of had a lot of weddings and just there are some times you got to wear a bra. And when I tell you, Skims is changing the game for me because that same comfort that I talk about with the underwear or the loungewear, they did that with the bras. And recently in the past month, I've worn the fits everybody t-shirt bra and the no-show balconette bra. I had to wear that one to a wedding under a dress. And like, it was the first time in my life where number one, I wasn't miserable. And second of all, I didn't come home and just like immediately want to take it off, which I'm telling you, it is a foreign concept for me. They're just so comfortable. It's like I really felt like I was wearing nothing. I'm, I'm such a fan of everything that they make. So I guess it makes total sense that I love the bras, but like I'm telling you, you will have the same experience. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A through 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. Definitely do that. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows.